how to prioritize prayer as a busy mom. Being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job. And if you're a working mama, you're balancing work outside of the home, or maybe you work from home, along with everything else that is required of us, right? So it can often feel like there's very little time or space in the day for getting still, for being quiet, meditating on God's word, or even praying. And what I'm learning is that prayer doesn't have to be this elusive idea that can only happen under the right circumstances when everything is perfect and calm and peaceful. It can become part of our everyday lives in whatever season we find ourselves in. So if you're wanting to prioritize prayer in motherhood, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. We know the benefits of prayer, so I don't think we have to spend very much time convincing ourselves that we need this in our lives. We know we need it. But let's imagine for just a second, what would it feel like to spend more time in prayer? I bet we would find more strength. Maybe we'd hear from God. We'd maybe be more hopeful, feel more peace, the peace we've been longing for. And so today what we're going to explore is a practical and attainable approach to making prayer a part of our everyday lives, even when we're busy, even if things feel like chaos, which is pretty much everyday life if you're raising little kids, if you're a stay-at-home mom, or if you're balancing a lot of things. It's just, it just is what it is. But I think that we can learn how to realistically and practically implement prayer and prioritize prayer into our everyday lives. So let's ask ourselves this question. And I'm going to give you a moment here because you've just pressed play, hoping to make it through this whole episode before you're interrupted. So I'm hoping you're listening in somewhat of a quiet environment. But even if you've got AirPods in, like doing laundry, whatever, we're all right here. We're here right now. So let's take a quick second to think about this. This is the question. Why am I not already praying regularly? What's keeping me from incorporating prayer into my everyday life? What keeps me from praying? What keeps you from praying? Let's think about that for just a second. Okay, so I have a lot of reasons. I don't know about you. I want to talk about one of my reasons because I think a lot of us struggle with it, at least that stereotypical firstborn or the Enneagram ones or the perfectionist. Like, is that you? Because that's me. Okay, I'm forever waiting for the right time. I'm forever convinced that that time is not now. Like the right time will come, but it's not not right now. The perfect time is, you know, later after this happens or whenever this happens or tomorrow or one day when I can, you know, fill in the blank. And God is always so gracious and kind to remind me that, you know, Kaysen, I'm still right here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm a patient God. My love for you doesn't change. Like you can come anytime. And so we wait for the perfect moment and the right time. That's what keeps me from praying. That's why I don't incorporate prayer into my everyday life is because I'm waiting for it to be quiet. I'm waiting for a moment when I feel like I can breathe. I'm waiting to be able to sit. I'm waiting for stillness. I'm waiting for silence. And I think there's a time and a place for those things, but we don't have to wait for the perfect circumstances before we come to God in prayer. And so we can look at our time and our days and pretty much every single one of us, we're going nonstop from sunup to sundown, from the moment that our eyes open until they close, We are busy, busy. Life is full. Life is full. And that's not always a bad thing. So 
we have to believe that the perfect time is now. Like now is the right time. It's whenever we think about it. It's whenever we can. It's whatever that looks like in the moment. And it might not look like a prayer journal and pens and hot coffee with your favorite candle lit, you know, alone in the silence and cozied up with this warm blanket, which let's be honest, like that sounds really amazing, right? I would, I just, that scenario in my mind, can I just go there and like be living in that space because it sounds so cozy. I want to be there right now. But We can't let perfection keep us from starting. So let's not let perfection keep us from praying in whatever capacity and with whatever amount of time we have right now, whatever that looks like for you right here, right now, maybe you pause right now, the podcast, and you just pray. If we wait for the perfect circumstances, it just might not ever happen because I know your life is just like mine. There's always something Even after you get out of the newborn phase or even after if you've been pregnant and you're waiting for the baby to get here or you have a toddler and you're waiting to potty train or you're waiting for them to be school-aged and go off to school, there's just always something. There's always a mess. There's always noise. You know, the world is just noisy. We're always needed. And there's always a chore or a task to get done. There's always something that can fill that time, right? So instead of waiting for silence or solitude, which like I said, don't get me wrong, those things are valuable and we should make time for those things. But instead of waiting for the ideal, perfect circumstances, what if we could just add prayer into what we're already doing? That's how we prioritize prayer. We just decide, number one, this matters to me. This is important. Like we said in the beginning, we don't really need to convince ourselves that it's important. We know that it matters. We know it's helpful. And then number two, we have to find an anchor point in our day to attach this habit to. So if prayer is a habit you're trying to cultivate in your life and become more consistent in, it's not realistic for us to think that we're just going to pray all, all day long or pray for an hour straight. That would be amazing and great. And maybe we will do that here or there. But if that's the standard that we're holding ourselves to, then we'll most likely fail. I know this from firsthand experience, and you probably do too, because that jump is too wide. The gap's too far from where we are and where we want to be. And that's okay. We just have to be honest about it. And so, and we're going to get to how we fix that problem and how we close that gap in just a second. So if it's still somewhat quiet and peaceful right now, where you are and what you're doing while you're listening, let's now think about what is something that I can anchor this practice to? What are you already doing in your day most days that you can attach prayer to? Think of it as kind of like this cherry on top. You've already got your bowl and your ice cream is filled up and you've got sprinkles. All you need is a cherry on top. It can be placed right on the top of what you're already doing. So what are some of those things you're already doing that you can just kind of add prayer into? Here are some ideas that I just came up with, just kind of typed out really quickly. And I'm sure there are so many more, but let's think about these things. We could attach prayer to any of the following. So we all, Lord willing, are going to open our eyes in the morning. We could do it then. We all will brush our teeth at some point, hopefully. You could do it then. Also, P.S., if you've got a newborn and you're listening right now, and you're or or if you're just not sleeping through the night, maybe a toddler, and you don't have to be up and be anywhere and out of the house by a certain time to a certain place, if you're not brushing your teeth until like 4 p.m. or you maybe go to brush them that night before you go to bed and you're like, is this the first time I brush my teeth all day? Can I just say that is normal? Like we've all been there. That's one thing I wish I'd known as a brand new mom is you're not gross. You're not nasty. It may feel gross and nasty, but you're not the only one doing this. Okay. You're really busy and you're taking care of a tiny human or you're not sleeping. You're sleep deprived, whatever it is. It just not that personal hygiene is not important. We shouldn't prioritize it. We should, but it's just that 
my mind at least during that those seasons is just so consumed with something else that for some reason I just could not remember to brush my teeth. So anyways, back to what we were saying. If you are brushing your teeth regularly, which hopefully we all are, then whatever time that happens, you can say, hey, I'm going to pray every time I brush my teeth. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, what Coffee. If you drink coffee. I'm not a coffee person, but can we still be friends, please? Um, if you're drinking your coffee, you can pray then. With your kids, you can pray with your kids. If Even if they're waking you up in the mornings, I wish I would have done this looking back. I wish I would have said, hey, let's pray together because it was so chaotic. They come in like barreling in, whining or crying or they're fussing or they want milk or they're hungry. They want breakfast. I wish I would have just taken a moment and said, let's pray together real quick for mommy gets out of the bed because it's really for me to reset and shift my perspective to get ready for everything that's about to come. You know, all the noise, all the things, all the demands that our lives require of us. And so what other things can you anchor this habit of prayer to? Maybe while you're driving the kids to school, after you drop them off, while you're cooking breakfast, You know, as your day gets started, think about some other things that you can attach prayer to every time you do laundry, every time you wash dishes. And that's kind of what you you have in your head is like, every time I do this, then I will. And for the sake of this episode and what we're talking about, it's prayer. You know, washing dishes, using the bathroom, feeding the baby. Every time you feed the baby, every time you change a diaper, every time you drive the kids to school or while you're waiting in the carpool line. Um, you know, while you make lunch, pick one thing that you do every single day to anchor prayer to. And if you've been wanting to prioritize prayer and do it more consistently, this is a really, really effective way to create a new habit around prayer. And as it becomes more consistent, then maybe you don't have to anchor it to this specific thing. You know, you, you might not always pray when you are drinking coffee, or you might not always only think about prayer while you're dropping the kids off or after you drop the kids off. It just becomes more consistent. It becomes more natural. And that habit just becomes ingrained in a part of your day. And then it can kind of go wherever. And you'll think about it more often. Every time I start or set out to like create a new habit, I always say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I, I will remember. And then I don't do it. I don't remember. Life happens and things happen and I feel like a failure and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why can't you get it together? Why couldn't you remember this one thing, this one thing, Casey, and you just wanted to do this one thing. But it's not just the one thing that we're trying to do. We're doing a gazillion things every single day. So we have to anchor our habits. We have to anchor prayer into something that we're already consistently doing in order to set ourselves up for success and Also knowing that there is grace. There's grace when we forget because we will. We're human. We're not perfect. Okay, so one more thing on prioritizing prayer and getting started and sticking with it. Let's keep it simple and let's keep it meaningful. Maybe think of a one-liner, maybe two lines of prayer, something you can pray every day, every time you, you know, fill in the blank with your thing, what's your your anchor, and then you pray or you say your one-liner. Sometimes I don't even know what to say. I'm like... I sit down to pray or have time or I find myself in a moment and then it's like I don't have the words. And that's okay. We don't always have to have the words to pray. But it can be as simple as, God, thank you for this day. Amen. (laughs) You know, God, thank you for my blessings. Thank you for my home or thank you for my family. Thank you for loving me. Uh, God, remind me that there's forgiveness or God, help me to walk in peace today. It doesn't have to be elaborate. I'm sometimes convinced that I need like this 30 minute long prayer and all these fancy words and you know, to sound like I've, I don't know, have all this 
I'm just super spiritual Susie. I don't know. I feel like I need that in order to pray and come to God or else it doesn't count. And I think that's just a lie from the enemy trying to keep us from praying. And so think of a prayer that you can whisper or think that only takes a second. And if we want to prioritize this, we've got to make it attainable. We've got to let go of perfection. And the reality is, and the truth is that God just wants our hearts and nowhere in scripture does it say, you know, only come to me when you have, when you can have 20 minutes of silence or 15 minutes of prayers, what I require, or when you have all your, your thoughts together and you have this long, elaborate prayer that sounds really spiritual, then you can come. There is no requirement. There's no requirement. He just wants you. He wants me. And he wants us to come authentically and surrendered. And so what does that look like for us? What does it look like for you? What does it look like for me? And I'm really thankful that we get to wrestle through this together. I'm really glad that we're on this journey together. So I've created a free download for you. The link is below. It's a set of prayer cards and also a PDF template that you can work through. It'll take five minutes or less. And it's going to take you through a couple prompts to figure out what this looks like for you practically in your season of life so that you can start right now and prioritize prayer right now. Okay. I hope this has been helpful for you today. If it has, would you share it with a friend? And before we go, I want to pray for us. God, thank you so much for this mom listening. Thank you that she wants to prioritize prayer, that she wants to draw closer to you through prayer. Lord, I know that you meet us right where you are. So would you meet her as she comes to you in prayer? God, whenever that is and however it looks like, remind us that you help us in our weakness when we don't know what to pray, the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Romans 8, 26, God, you are with us, you are for us, and you just want us to start. You just want us to come to you. You want our hearts. You want us to come before you authentically and surrendered. So Lord, show us what that looks like in our everyday lives in this season that we're in. They can sometimes feel loud and busy and noisy, and it can feel hard to make space. God, we give you our hearts, we lay them before you, our desires, our dreams, our hopes. The women that we're becoming, the moms we're becoming, Lord, shape us and mold us and make us more like you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. If you found today's episode helpful in any way, would you take a second really quick and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts? You scroll all the way down and you just type in a review. Let me know why you listen. Let us know what you're enjoying about the show and how this episode impacted you. I love to read those. I share those on the show from time to time, and it helps other moms connect with the show. It encourages me and keeps me going, and it just has way more impact than you even know. I appreciate you so much, friend, and I'll see you next week. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible, which is so important because finding a therapist can be really hard. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, you can be matched to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It is so easy to get signed up. There's a link in the show notes. It's betterhelp.com forward slash her pursuit. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash her pursuit. And clicking that link not only supports this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off of your first month so that you can connect with a therapist and see if this helps you.